friends, I am Oyipriyado Taylor. Welcome to the Ladies Gist Podcast. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Ladies Gist with Priye. It's been a while. A lot has happened in the few months I have been away. I apologize for the long silence. I shouldn't bore you with the details, but the truth remains that like Paul, we are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8-9 to Indeed, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Christ who loved us. Romans chapter 8, verse 34 it is great to be back with you on this platform. From the previous podcasts under the topic Finding True Love, we have looked variously at the role discernment plays in choosing the right life partner. We looked at discerning the man as well as discerning self and the various issues that may affect wise judgments such as money, looks and education. Today. We shall pick up from where we stopped by exploring a list of traits or characteristic features prominent in the life of unfaithful men. Let's call this checklists of unfaithful men. It was John Mason who said, if you know the right questions, you can find the right answers. By implication, being able to identify common traits of unfaithful men is a huge plus for any lady on the journey to finding true love. It could literally save your life. Before we proceed on this journey, however, permit me to make it clear from the outset that these issues are equally prominent in the lives of unfaithful women. So it isn't restricted to men alone. This topic should therefore be seen as a double-edged sword. As it is with unfaithful men, so it is with their female counterparts, for God is not a respecter of persons. Acts chapter 10 verse 34. The only reason for this title, therefore, is because this podcast is primarily for ladies. Having said that, let's proceed on our journey. Actually, knowing a faithful man and an unfaithful man is not a difficult task. Most times, the signs are obvious and in plain sight. The Word of God makes it clear that the works of the flesh are always obvious. Galatians chapter 5 verse 19. They are not hidden at all. Interestingly too, the Yorubas have an adage which is similar to Galatians chapter 5 verse 19. It reads and I quote, A set of eyes that will serve one until old age won't be roomy while one is young. If you open your eyes well enough, you will see the obvious. In the same vein, I know of many ladies who see these telltale signs but choose to ignore them because they believe love is blind. Sadly, most of these careless ones live to regret their sheepishness, just as Proverbs chapter 22 verse 3 and Proverbs chapter 27 verse 12 foretold, A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. You don't have to live the rest of your life in regrets. You can make the right decision right now. You can choose a man suitable for you in life and ministry. Paying attention to details is key. It has been observed that most ladies at some point in their lives will meet two types of men, an angel and a devil. 
the ability to recognize who is who is crucial in finding the right man. This is so important because the scripture warns that Satan has transformed himself as an angel of light. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 14 How then can a young lady pinpoint the true identity of the man asking her out or asking for a hand in marriage without a shadow of doubt? As earlier mentioned, this is quite easy if the lady in question is not in the same category with the said unfaithful man. It is true to a good extent that we are like magnets, we attract our likes. If you become right, you will most certainly attract the right man. However, while this is true, it can be simplistic because there are two sides to a coin and this is one side of the coin. The other side is that there are sinful men whose desires are always towards godly ladies. There are men like Amnon whose lust is to defile innocent and pure ladies. 2 Samuel chapter 13. These men have mastered the art of deception and if you are a simpleton, they will deceive you until they have you exactly where they want you and then they will strike. It is always better to not wait till it's too late before the right thing is done. Remember, the thief comes without invitation and he does so to kill, to steal and to destroy. John chapter 10 verse 10. However, the Lord says we must know this that if the master of the house had known in what watch of the night the thief was coming, he would have watched and would not have allowed his house to be broken into. Luke chapter 12 verse 39. You will not be a victim in Jesus' name. I repeat, if you are observant enough and are walking by the Spirit, there are obvious pointers or characteristic traits which can help you as a lady to decipher if he is right or not. The following questions will help at the point of making a decision. Number one, the born again question. The Bible states clearly in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness and what communion has light with darkness? This may appear too old-fashioned or downright ridiculous to some searching ladies, especially those who are desperate for marriage for several legitimate reasons, or those who believe that a nice guy is all they need. However, this is the very first way to know where a man's loyalty lies. The Bible makes it clear that salvation is a prerequisite for true love. A man without salvation lacks the power it takes to deliver true love because he is not only in darkness, he is darkness personified. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8. Ouch! That sounds harsh, but it is the bitter truth. This is basic. Do not consider an unbeliever for marriage if you are not ready to spend the rest of your life in darkness. We may be casual friends with unbelievers, but we cannot marry them. Spiritual truths are not up for debates. They are immutable. Believe it or not, you will still come around to believe it. Although it is commonly said, that experience is the best teacher. Yet, some experiences can mar one for life. No one enjoys bad experiences, and certain experiences are needless. Marital troubles, heartaches, pains, and regrets can be avoided by simply believing the scriptures according to Psalm 119 verse 9. An unbeliever has not experienced love. How can he give it? You can only give what you have. Love is of God. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, 
and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. 1 John chapter 4 verse 78. What this implies is that no one should be expected to love the right way who doesn't know God. Expecting love from a person who isn't born again is tantamount to expecting mango fruit from a banana tree. It is absolutely impossible. A solid relationship with God is therefore a prerequisite for anyone who wants to love another person the right way. Don't discard it. Number 2. The Being Spirit Control Question Every Christian lady truly walking in the Spirit is usually less emotional about crucial issues that can define her life. Know this, people can claim salvation without walking in the light. The fact that a man is deeply religious does not mean that he is walking in the Spirit. In fact, the Bible makes it clear that some will claim to be born again but not walk in the Spirit. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 5 this explains why Apostle Paul had to admonish the Galatians to walk in the Spirit so as not to fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16. This matter was so uppermost in Apostle Paul's mind to the extent that he repeated it again in verse 25 of chapter 5. He says, and I quote, If we live in the Spirit, let us walk in the Spirit. This suggests that it was obvious to Apostle Paul that some were claiming to be living in the Spirit who were not walking in the Spirit. They were churchy but not godly. Walking in the Spirit is so crucial because most of the atrocities we see today among believers are perpetrated by men who claim to be believers but are actually false brethren. Like Paul, we must know that life is full of perils and falling among false brethren is one of such perils. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 26 Dear lady, please bear in mind that walking in the spirit is not the same as legalism. It is not a matter of touch not, handle not. It has little or nothing to do with dressing, talking or walking in certain quote-unquote holy way, practicing giving, praying consistently and loudly, seeing dreams and visions, preaching with signs following, prophesying and practically displaying all the gifts of the Spirit. Remember that 1 Corinthians chapter 13 tells us that a man can manifest all the gifts of the Spirit and yet lack the most important virtue, love. Gifts are free but fruits are the products of cultivation and grooming. Gifts can be faked but fruits cannot. Always bear in mind therefore that the practical test of a good Christian is the fruits they bear in real life. The Bible was given for behavioral change, 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. So good works must follow faith, James chapter 2 verse 20. Just like their unbeliever counterparts, a brother who works in the flesh will display all or some of these traits. Eagerness for premarital sex. In today's world, where it looks as if sex is everything, sex outside the confines of marriage is deemed cool and fashionable. In fact, some have attained celebrity status through their penchant for casual sex. Sadly, some claiming to be Christians do not see anything wrong with this kind of immoral practice. I know many claiming to be believers who practically live in fornication and or adultery. I have heard some so-called brothers insist that until they test the goods, they cannot marry a sister because such marriage would be tantamount to black markets. 
these are carnal believers as a christian lady you should know that god made sex for marriage and anyone who claims to be a child of god will walk according to god's instructions don't get me wrong in every love relationship there will be fireworks it gets to a point where some can no longer contain or hold back because they have bonded with their partner this is the stage paul made reference to in first corinthians chapter 7 verse 9 a good number of faithful brothers will get to this stage because they are all human some may even begin to freely express their desire for sex but most times faithful men put their bodies under and then go ahead to do the needful they do not throw caution into the wind and start to undress or defile their ladies because they know what to do they know what scriptures recommend at this stage they understand that it is better to marry than to born 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 9 and that marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled but fornicators and adulterers God will judge Hebrews chapter 13 verse 4 a brother who cannot wait for marriage before sex is a carnal brother and it is true that some well-meaning but weak brothers sometimes fall into this sin and are truly sorry and willing to make amends Anyone who is hell-bent on a lifestyle of fornication is an unfaithful man. If the right things are done, fornication can be avoided. This is why Apostle Paul instructed young brother Timothy to treat older women as you would your mother and treat younger women with all purity as you would your own sisters. Any brother who is not treating your body with respect because you agree to be in a love relationship with him any man who has no boundaries and no walls or self-control any brother that is always attempting to caress or make out with you outside of marriage is a ticking time bomb run away from him before it is too late flee sexual immorality every sin that a man does is outside the body but he that commits sexual immorality sins against his own body first corinthians chapter 6 verse 18 fornication is self-destructive do not play along the truth remains that if he cannot keep his body under as a single guy do not expect him to do so as a married man marriage does not cure infidelity marriage is not the medicine for self-control walking in the spirit is again i must add this today sex has gone beyond lying between the sheets there are several appalling acts young people of this age practice in the name of love. For instance, a guy who encourages sexting, a profane practice of sending and receiving nude pictures among cutting partners or lovers, hardcore or soft porn, using of sex toys or dolls, indulging in masturbation and others like them, is an unfaithful person. If he does not see anything wrong with these practices, let alone seek help and make all efforts to turn a new leaf, it should be avoided. Don't let anyone make you an accomplice in their fleshly lusts. Don't ignore the red light. Flee also youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the name of the Lord out of a pure heart. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 22 also, a brother who is tipped in worldly entertainment, including worldly songs and X-rated music videos, whose favorite artists are the ones with no respect for marriage and marital commitment, whose lyrical contents are profane and open-ended, is not a true brother. 
if he doesn't have any hatred for immoral entertainment, if he is not appalled by the amount of filth proceeding from worldly entertainers, if his smartphones and personal computers are filled with dirty songs, and if he actively sings along and is cool with these songs, he is dirty too. As the scripture says, can a man take fire to his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Proverbs chapter 6 verse 27. Besides, sexual sin does not arise unintentionally. It is most times nursed in the mind, brooded upon, planned, and then it happens. So, guard your heart with all diligence. Do not let anyone stir up your emotion before its time. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, do not stir up nor awaken love until it pleases. Songs of Solomon chapter 8 verse 4. Interestingly, this is not an all-male problem. Sometimes it is the daughters, not the sons. Yes, it is the ladies who push for sex or seek to seduce that innocent brother. I once heard of a lady who said she must ensure that sex happens before marriage, that she was not buying the fiancé's born-again story. Her reason? What if he was impotent? She felt she could be saved a lifetime of sorrow by doing it her way. This is worldly wisdom. It doesn't always end well. Neither does it bear any good fruit because the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure. James chapter 3 verse 17. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 8 says, To let thy garment be always white and let thy head lack no ointment. White garment represents purity while ointment represents the Holy Spirit. A guy or lady who walks in the Spirit walks in purity because the Holy Spirit is holy. He or she cannot walk in the Spirit while living in filth at the same time. So, let me ring it to your ears one last time. One of the unmistakable proofs that a man walks in the Spirit is undying passion for purity. True love thrives in holiness. In holiness is where true love lives. There are more telltale signs of a man's nature. We shall do well to examine them in subsequent editions. Until then, I say to you, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16. And remember, if sinners entice you, do not consent. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 10. You've just listened to the Lady Gist with Prayer podcast, a journey of discovery for godly women. Thank you for listening. Jesus said in John chapter 8 verse 12, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. For more life-changing messages, visit my YouTube channel where you can download, subscribe, and like my videos or Follow Lady Gist with Prayer on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also visit my website, ladygistwithprayer.com or send me an email at ladygistwithprayer at gmail.com. See you next time. God bless you.